Hello, nerds, and welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour, the only show that talks about every comic book, TV show, and shows that are kind of based on comic books, maybe like adjacent the properties of comic books. I am your host, the guy who always hosts the show every single week, Greg, and with me, as always, every single week, my compadres, Mike and Ryan. Guys, how you doing? Both talking at the same time. Zaddy's home! <laughs> You're welcome! I'm back, baby! Happy New Year! Zaddy is home. It has been a long time since you've been here, it's Zaddy. It's been a minute. I had to go on a walkabout. I eat, prayed, love my way through middle America, and yeah. it was great. I'm just going to crawl up in your lap here Thank while we you. have this talk for the rest. Ryan, you've just been here, and you noticed, like, no thanks for that. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just Mr. You know, I'm always here every single time. I'm always on time. I'm yeah. never tardy. And everybody's like, oh, great. He's here again. And you're never, like, too early, which I really like. No. You know, you never show up, like, an hour early. Hey, guys, want to do the podcast now? Rudely yeah. early. People who are late disrespect your time. People who are way too early also disrespect your time. Mm-hmm. You got to boil a pot of tea and... And if they're that early, you know they were actually an hour earlier and cased the joint. Yeah. They're either going to kill you or steal your fucking PlayStation 4. I'm one of those people who will show up an hour early and then just sneak in a window. I don't do anything weird, but I'll just be in your house for a little bit before you know, and then I sneak back out and just come and knock on your door when we're supposed to meet. And it's it's not, I don't do weird things. Yeah, you just sniff the pillowcase, see no. what kind of fabric softener they use. I just stand in the room, maybe look at myself in the mirror, laugh. I wear your silk robe naked. What's it to you? Oh, it's... Is that weird, though? Are you supposed to wear clothes I think before I'm, you put on a robe? That seems weird. You're, you're trying s- to get to know your friends. I like it. Yeah, next time somebody swears up and down that they don't do anything weird, ask them what they think weird is. Yeah. Because I bet there's a lot more stuff than that silk robe that Greg thinks is totally fine. If they very quickly go, well, I don't shit in your bed, you oh, they're weird because that's the, they had to go that far out. If- I feed your fish. Feed your dog. <laughs> stuff like that. I don't like that either. <laughs> you don't like people feeding your fish to your dog? A lot no, of times, I certainly don't like that. A lot of times, what I'll do is I'll just sneak into someone's room and I'll just sing into their closet. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get in the closet. I stay that outside the closet. That would be weird if I did that. But then I'll sing into the closet. But because you're a real like crystals and energy guy, you're I just am. giving them a little gift for when they need to go in that closet later. They're like, I don't know why, but I'm happy. I feel and better. I miss Greg. Greg songs are like farts. They just sort of linger <laughs> in the linger. closet. They bring a positive, purifying energy, like farts. And you know who might need that, you guys. Taylor. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. sweet baby boy, Taylor. You haven't been here, Mike, for months. But no. Taylor, this is his second I assume he's show also not been. missed in a row. Oh, what a slacker. Two he, shows in a row. Who does He got that? his car towed, and now and now he's sick. Yeah. Is he, though? Or is he still reeling That's, from that car towing? I ha- Okay, I have a theory. I think Taylor might be on strike. Oh, shit. Does I, he want to get paid? I'm not sure. He sees our fatty paychecks and thinks that he deserves one as well. Yeah. Exactly. He know he sees all the great money that we're getting and he's like, I want to get in on some of that. And then we say inflation. If people and have you should deal with that. If people have to wonder if you're on strike, you're not striking good. Well he's so polite. Right. Yeah. That you know, this for him this is like a major thing. He did tell me the last time we were talking, we have our Tuesday nights, Taylor and I just call each other, see how life is. And That's he said nice. I bowled a strike yesterday. Is it, is he trying to be subtle about it? Okay. That does sound like code talk. I thought he just loved bowling now. Yeah. Well nobody loves bowling. I feel like when you're a kid, there's like two two years where you legit love bowling. You're just like, man, this is the greatest thing that ever happened. And then they turn those gutters off, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> wait, this ball can <laughs> just go in there? The thing is, though, in those two years is that just for those two years, your score goes up. Yeah. And then after yeah. that, who the fuck knows what you're going to bowl? Yeah. It's totally random. If I went to bowl right now, I could either get like a 76 or like a 200. But 
nothing in between. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brag. That sounds like a brag. I'm happy if I cross 76. I got very into bowling attire in high school and middle school. But I never went to bowling. But I was like, I want those shirts that are short sleeve button ups, close uh-huh. to what I wear these days. But like felt or fur in the middle with dice Ooh. or bowling pins for buttons. Clothes that bowlers wear. Yeah. I thought you meant you bowled a tire down the <laughs> alleyway, which you're going to get kicked out of any legit alley for that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They're trying to play bones at the corner. You're rolling tires past their game. What are you doing in this alley? What is the punishment? They drag you into the back room, I'm assuming. The and back room of the alley, which the, is the dumpster. I meant a bowling alley. Oh, I thought you meant the alley behind the bowling alley. And what, are we losing fingers at that point? No, I think that once they get you back there, they're just like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> Please stop. Can you work here Don't now? make us do this. What's going on? Why would you do that? You have to know that's a bad idea. And if you are going to do it, put a little kid in that tire. Yeah. That's fun for two people. That's hilarious. Yeah. Especially if you get one of those dragon things, the slides that look like a dragon that are for balls and not people. Put the kid on the tire <laughs> for that. A slide that is specifically made for the testicles and not a full-size person. For the bowling, the testicles of the bowling alley, the bowling <laughs> balls. But do you see what you do, Mike? Like, we're trying to guess what the fuck you're talking about. Like, it makes perfect sense in here. I'm sorry that I only say every third word that belongs in a sentence. This has been the biggest fight my wife, and it's going to be forever, until I die. Uh, the wife and I keep getting into I'm married now. Is that why I've been gone? Congratulations, What's a can man. in this show? Uh... Apparently, I don't say all the words that are in my head. Uh-huh. I don't think that'll make it better, but I'll try. <laughs> Does that mean that like you will be thinking of a couple sentences in your head, and then you'll say one out loud? For or sure. Th- just you say like groups of words, and yes. then stop? Yes, all of the above. Oh, okay. yeah. It's never cutting out like and or but. It's always like... Uh, all like four nouns in a row, but there needed to be six. And uh, it's just nonsense. And on top of that, I'm halfway through a story in my mind, and only the second half comes out of my mouth. <laughs> and I think our relationships, the three of us, have ruined our significant other relationships. Right. Oh, sure. We'll understand what the three of us yeah. are saying, and then we'll go home and think that'll be the case as well. We've created our own twin speak. Yeah, there's a weird shorthand where we speak in references that nobody could be expected to get. So then what we should absolutely do is record our conversations <laughs> and give them hey, to the public, world. here you go. Well, the worst offender of that is definitely Taylor, who will sometimes make like a reference, and then he'll be like, you would have had to have grown up in my town between the years yeah. 88 <laughs> and 94 to have gotten that reference. But his mo- he does it for the mom. His mom loves it. She's very upset for these two weeks he's not here. Taylor is essentially, and he is the typical host of this show, host of a podcast. Uh, as if, like, Boomhauer never learned how to read. <laughs> well, let's leave the intro there. You guys, we are going to be talking about the final season premiere of Got Ham today. Oh, shit. How exciting is that? But before we do that, let's go to a sweet Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Here we are, gentlemen, at Rushmore. A beautiful mountain made of, I believe, stone, Ryan? Yes. Is that stone? Uh, a stone mountain that looks like all the presidents. And it got me thinking, what if instead of these doofuses, doofy up there, we had pop culture babies? Stuff that people care about. Yeah. Like some, baby boss. Yeah. So you take like a pop culture character and it's a young version of that. I'll give you an example that's not a real one, but I wish it were. My idea for the dictator tots. And it's all your famous dictators, but as like little kids in diapers. How is that not a mid two thousands Cartoon Network show? <laughs> like, and it's just all your your Pinochets, your Hitlers, your Mussolini, maybe Trump <laughs> eventually. It, Pol Pot. That's a that, that guy's hilarious. People love Pol Pot. And a great name. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best names. Yeah, they call him Pol Potty. It's adorable. <laughs> but 
That's my idea for it, but that gives you an idea. Uh, you know, Mike, since you are back and yes. we missed you so much, why don't you give us the first potential pop culture baby? Can I slam this D right in the D? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you may. Thank you for asking. You have our consent. Muppet. Let me finish. Babies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because Muppets, that would go against everything you just said. Right? Yeah. Those are all professional adults with jobs. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what we're talking about here. But I mean, this has got to be close to, I mean, I guess Gotham, baby Batman is the reason for the season. Yeah. But. No, this is Muppet the babies, just right? got that. This is the slammiest of dunks. Right. Yeah. But I do need a representative because okay. I don't want nine heads up there. May Ooh, I suggest something? Sure. Because there's, I think there's a clear leader. Yeah. But I think that this was animals jump from like sort of in the background to like a main Muppet. I so I I'm young enough that I grew up on the Muppet Babies first and went, oh, they made them out of felt later. Uh, <laughs> well, they grew up. That makes sense. So. I always thought, then it is weird, and if this is all canon, it's weird that Animal used to be one of the top five, and then canonically, they just stopped hanging out with him. He <laughs> he got weird and formed a band. Also, in that order, what did you think happened to Skeeter, a.k.a. Girl Scooter? Because she isn't, she has never made into a puppet, so she died. At she like does not three. grow she, up. She moved to Phoenix. <laughs> she does not grow old. <laughs> so what do you think, Animal? Animal, yeah. Animal, dude, baby, because sure. he got the bonnet. He's the mo- he looks the most different. He's the most like a baby. And let's make it like automatic or automated rather so his arms actually move to do the drumming i think that that's that's important um i hope this one doesn't get thrown up on the mountain uh but it like there was a young flintstones and the thing you said about the muppet babies being canonical Mm -hmm. i was on wikipedia and there was this whole big digression in the (laughs) middle of this pop culture babies article that was like they made a lot of mistakes when they made the young flintstones it's canon that the Flintstones met each other when they were young adults, but according to this, they met each other when they were 10. That's why a lot of people felt like this show jumped the shark. <laughs> too much internet. That yeah, is, we yeah, have like, now too much internet. we fucking have real problems? <laughs> so this is, this is young Barney, young Fred, young Wilma, young Brunette. They're like yeah. six years old. This is... All, fucking all the time. So the opposite, and I guess because they're older, because there's also the, uh, the Flintstones, the college years, where Bam Bam... And Zach and Screech. Zach and Screech <laughs> are all suddenly super fuckable. Uh, Bam Bam and Pebbles are just like, oh, the hottest cartoons yeah. you've ever seen. But then remember how Pebbles left that show and then she did that stripper movie? That, that made so me feel weird. that was uncomfortable. All right, Ryan, what do you have for the mountain? All right, I'm going to that was the obvious Lammy D. Yeah. I'm gonna come up with one the that's close. No. I uh, Muppet Babies. Um for so long, Magneto was Ian McKellen. But then they got old. And we then got to see the adventures of Baby Magneto, yeah. a.k.a. Michael Fassbender. And anytime I think that we can get Fassbender on a mountain, and we probably should. Dick. And that big old dick. <laughs> Guy's got a hawk. Yeah. Uh, young Magneto could definitely fuck. That was a character choice that yeah. they made. Uh, yeah, I hadn't even thought of this. In all my re- researches, I hadn't even thought of this. But this feels like a really strong one, a really strong candidate. So this would be like... Specifically Magneto or the X-Men First Class. Yeah, First Class, first class. that series of first movies. Uh, I feel comfortable throwing that right up on the right mountain. Right up on the mountain. Right up, Mike, it's my... I'm the decider. I know it's our job to pick the most iconic. He is my favorite because yeah. it's Michael fucking Fassbender. Yeah. But Jennifer Lawrence, I think, would be the, the, the image, right? 
No, it'd be Michael Fassbender. It would be Michael Fa- Fassbender. I'm, sp- okay. I'm not picking a whole. Remember group all that stuff like he did. said about Michael yeah, Fassbender. I've been talking about Fassbender for he a long time. He was thinking right? that that would be the guy that's up on the mountain, just his hog or the guy himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just a big old wiener a big old out old of the Stone Mountain. <laughs> but you know, people look at it and go, yeah. "Oh, that's young Magneto's dick." It's a well-known hog, so people could just look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, it's good. it's wearing Magneto's pink helmet," and that's how you know. <laughs> and I think it answers the question: Why is he Fassbender? Am I right? Yes. Talking about the hog. He calls but, it Furious Bender. Uh, but okay, we'll put his face up. I just think there's a continuity to having his face up on the mountain that would probably, probably help yeah. people. Yeah, otherwise we have to put baby animal's dick up. <laughs> Understand what's going on. Okay, guys, I'm going to say something. Is he on or is he amazing? He's on. He's right up there, nice. dude. I love it. Is it? It's fine. The, the verdict on that is final to answer your unspoken okay. question. Uh, okay, so I have one, but it's, I think it's going to be controversial. But I want to just get into it because I think we need to talk about it. Tiny Toons. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, they are sort of like clone versions of the original, but they, for all intents and purposes, they have names that are plays. It's Earth 2 version of Tiny Toons, right? Or Looney Toons. But yeah. these are not baby versions of our actual characters. Our actual characters are in the show. But. That is true. They do stop by. They're the they're the professors of the college that they go yeah. to. Acme 2 okay. University, where they it's earn a Toon degree. It's Grease, Grease 2, yeah. if you will. These are the baby I have Pink to ladies. admit, I forgot about the fact that the faculty of that show was comprised of the original characters, and I'm going to have to DQ myself. So I'll be heading off to Dairy but Queen. You could say, "Tiny, oh, get a blizzard." <laughs> yeah, but- no, yeah, I'm going to go to Dairy Queen to get like chicken strips and that weird f- toast they give okay. you. Okay, also I once I got to get be- a blizzard. You fucking moron! I once went to Dairy Queen Grill and Chill, and <laughs> I got a chicken sandwich. That uh-huh. looked like fish and <laughs> tasted like hot dog. It was horrendous. That's why you get a blizzard. Yeah, just get a blizzard when you order, and walk out. When you order like food there, they're just like they're like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> we'll we'll call the guy. I guess I'll make that for you then. <laughs> Even the banana split is too close to food for them. Anyway, so I do got to bounce. Hot dogs I got to get out of here and go to Terry Queen. Mike, do you have one? And uh, don't make me DQ you just because you know what a delicious treat it is. I won't have like Batman is the professor. <laughs> also, can we go back to like how you said get a blizzard? How you just became uh, a <laughs> blizzard loving John McClane? <laughs> get a blizzard. Come, out, a blast. To, come out to the Terry <laughs> Queen. <laughs> get a blizzard. Get some Texas toast. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, Texas toast is good. Uh, mine is, I think. So if the reason for this season is Got Ham, I think one of the reasons our show even exists is it did so well before people went, oh, you could turn comic books into TV shows. It's got to be Smallville. And Baby oh. Clark and Baby Lana and Baby Lex were all fuckable teenagers. That's why they called it Smallville? Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're all little teeny ones. Uh, and they did the perfect thing of let's cast these 16-year-olds. Uh, the actors will all be 26 so we can objectify them. Because oh, there's some dangerous Clark Kent... Lana Lang stuff. Oh, yeah? If you're like, these are teenagers, it's fucked up. But if you're like, but they're actually 26, then like, let them dive into that pool. I feel like there's a lot of that necessary for us to even do this show. <laughs> and just even having that thought makes me feel so creepy. But to be like, well, okay, they're not really 16, though. I don't know. That's not a fun thing to be thinking every <laughs> single week, right? Like That's, <laughs> that's kind and of uncomfortable. The fact that you have an appointment for it. Yeah. Every week at this time, you yeah. come and think about that. What do you talk about in therapy? That's my appointment. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think Smallville is is baby soups. I'm gonna put this on the maybe. Yeah. I I think that it's definitely it, it it does sound like Gotham to me. It reminds me of that. But uh, I didn't personally watch it, and so I'm just letting my bias ring through here. Cool, cool, cool. cool <laughs> Ryan, cool. why don't you throw one up there? I mean, why don't you say one that maybe will go up there? <laughs> um, <we> wait. Could... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've brought that energy onto this show as well. 
Now, River Phoenix played young Indiana Jones in Last Crusade, but that was a flashback to open up the movie. That doesn't really count. So we can't do Indiana Jones unless there was a show called The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles that showed two different ages of Indiana Jones, boy and taller boy. Oh, wow. And it's what, like the most iconic character of all time? Young Indiana Jones. I don't. He, I, he had movies. I don't really care. <laughs> but Young Indiana Jones it's, was one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Okay, I I think it is pretty iconic, but I'm cognizant of the fact that I just put Smallville in the maybe <laughs> pile, and now I'm like, precedent has been set. Young Indiana Jones. It, 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 people knew about that show, but. I think this also has to be a maybe just because Smallville kind of set a standard for the maybes, and I want to I collect a big chunk of them yeah, before I, picking my last two. Big Umbrella iconic matters more than iconic in this studio. That's another thing. I'm wondering if, because Indiana Jones is like one of the most important non-Star Wars characters for us, like if maybe it's a little slanted for us. Well, but we'll see. What else, what else do we have? I wonder and ask myself, and I'm going to say Superboy. Now, Superboy is a young version of Superman, right? I mean, <laughs> which version, motherfucker? It's DC. Yeah, so. so there's a billion, but there are a lot of versions where it is literally he is a young. Yeah, there's that great one where he's getting spanked by Pa Kent, but he's in his <laughs> Superboy outfit. <laughs> and that started a whole thing on the internet, everybody. <laughs> and that's why he got rid of that butt flap on his uniform. And yeah. that's the one who went evil and killed the world in Crisis on Infinite Earths. <laughs> Because don't spank your kids. Don't spank your kids. Plus, Pa Kent, hell of a spanker. Yeah. Like, that guy's got some Look, bicep. he's going to spank his son and then tell him not to save the earth. He'd put on, like, that kryptonite glove. It's uh-huh. like, boy, this is going to hurt this you more hurt. than it's going to hurt me. <laughs> Just I, kidding. <laughs> I'm probably going to get hand cancer later. All right. That's also a maybe. Guys, I'm going to take... So just in the comic book version, just Superboy. Superboy. I'm just Superboy as the character. Okay. <laughs> I know who I'd put up on the mountain if, if he won. Pot can't. Pot can't. Giving him a big spanking in. Okay, so you. If we ever ever have a hand cancer Rushmore, Pot <laughs> Kent is up there. Each give me like your top remaining one, and then I'm gonna pick two that please me. The Scooby Doo Adventures. Oh, okay. Uh, it's all the Scooby Doo gang. They don't know how to drive yet. It's always Red Herring, even uh-huh. though his name is Red Herring. He is actually always the bad guy, and he's just like a redheaded bully, and that relates a lot to me in my life. I'm always tricked. Is he my friend? Is he just a bully out to get me? And Ryan. Is my yeah, red hair? A lot of gesturing at Ryan during this part. <laughs> uh, but yes, they look like babies. Speaking of how all redheads are dope as shit, uh, my next guy had a redheaded friend. And although we didn't see his later adventures, played by Christian Bale until long after this movie, News? Eddie Furlong as young John Connor, I think, is uh, part of Terminator Babies. That should be up here. Oh damn! You no. just changed the game. And if you were, uh, if you're of a, if you're a male at a certain age, and it hurts to admit this, Eddie Furlong was the shit. All you wanted to be was, I was John yeah, Connor. For sure. I was in love with Edward Furlong. Like the way girls talk about having girl crushes, I had a boy crush on sure. Eddie Furlong. Uh, oh man, you just changed up the whole game. Put that but, right on the mountain. No, yes, that's guys. That, yes, here's bullshit. I'm king of the mountain. John bitches. Connor. John Connor, the the character we got to know, was a little boy, and then. Christian B- no that came later but once once Christian Bale comes in 
that officially makes John Connor. No, that's so Terminator different from Young Indy. I'm not gonna be the guy Gotham or this who sits here and shit. misses a chance to put Edward Furlong's face on a mountain, Ryan. I don't want that to be on my tombstone. Can I also bring up something else real quick, Greg? Uh, Mike had the opportunity to host this show. But yeah. He said I'm too nervous, and yeah. then you had to do that. So I do feel like that means that I've you never have been to nervous say- about anything in my life. All right. So now we have one position left. Now that Ed- Edward Furlong has taken one of them, Mike, and. The last election that will go on the mountain is, I'm going to say Smallville. I think it's Smallville. Smallville wasn't personally very important to me, but I know that it had a big imprint. And recently, even the fact that the crossover event included people from Smallville, uh, I think that that carries enough so that it's iconic. And it gets in your suggestion, because he is TV Superboy. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. And it's like the biggest character, so kind of anything based on like the most iconic character. Yeah. The hard thing about it, though, is, and I'm not knocking it, we can give baby Mike. Hey! <laughs> his thing is that it feels like in my head Tom Welling was born as a 26-year-old. Like, I can't right. imagine him as a baby anything. <laughs> well, he, that's what was, he was a, Clark Kent, when the, the first show opened, like his first day of high school, he was supposed to be 15 and nerdy, and he was this 26-year-old. In that first episode, he's crucified in the field, and he already has an eight-pack. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fuck the fucking shit out of that 15-year-old. In the first episode, he's crucified? Yeah. With an S on it for Scarecrow. They, the football team always does this to a freshman. Because wow. it's a horrific Kansas town. They always crucify somebody. All right. Well, that is one of the most iconic <laughs> babies of all time. Ryan, what is the Rushmore? What's it looking like? We have Baby Animal from Muppet Babies. Nice. We have Baby Magneto from X-Men First Class. <laughs> we have Baby John Connor from Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Yes, of course. And we have Tom Welling from Smallville. And, of course, this episode is officially being finished under protest by Mike, (laughs) so this is all subject to the board. He's going to go on strike. But what's not subject to the board is that when we come back, we are talking about Gotham. On the season premiere of the final season of Gotham, the city is a war zone but like even more of a war zone than before. And remember how the Riddler never carried a gun? Well, he does now. Baby Bats is setting everyone up to wonder who is this new Batman guy by currently dressing, talking, and standing like Batman. (laughs) Speaking of standing, Selena Kyle can't do it anymore. And Wiley Wayne will have to use his wits to figure out which witch is which to help the woman walk again. Tabitha got stabithed, causing a Cersei-looking Barbara to go from chewing scenery to gnashing it violently. And Jim Gordon and the boys are trying to hold everything down while wearing suits in a war zone. So, bad friends, I ask you this. Was this episode a fun romp that further removed the show from reality? Or was it too over the top to keep you involved? I think that Gotham at this point, if it's over the top, then it's an A-plus in my book. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, it wasn't that. uh, I think that the the over-the-topness was too few and far between. You could have used more over the top or well, more instances absolutely. of over the top. It, it starts so over the top. The the mon- So it starts off 390 days into No Man's Land. So over a year into No Man's Land. It's so weird because it's like year zero. And then it's like day 391. <laughs> like, wait, how long are these so years? this is year one. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying it's well, year one. Gotham is so broken. They don't even do years yeah, What's right a anymore? calendar, man? Uh, <laughs> it's a Batman bad guy. It's a bad guy. He's, he's kind of goofy. He's not holiday. Uh, and so everybody's montaging getting ready and Riddler's like, my ace in my instead of my pocket sleeve goes this jaunty angle, and they're all getting like, here's how I would look in the comics, uh-huh. and then Harvey's just like, I'm gonna drink, yeah, I'm gonna drink, and it's so goofy and great, and they're all on a team fighting the U.S. Army. It looks like. Well, hold on though, like they're all prepping for what looks like 
if this was any other show, to fight each other. Each other. Yeah. And then we get the walk down the hall. Uh-huh. And, and they join they forces, join. and you just audibly yell out, what the what? What the what? And then they go. How could this be? They walk to a wall uh-huh. and shoot down at people we don't know. And Gordon says for Gotham, and but there's tanks, there's helmets. It looks like the fucking army. But no, clearly, Gordon said forgot ham. Forgot <laughs> everyone, ham. Everyone was supposed to bring something, and Here's he did not bring his ham. It's weird though, because they're clearly not zombies. They're dressed in tactical gear, and they have like army-looking vehicles and shooting straight up into the air, like thirty feet. But like, everyone should be killing their everyone. Their plan <laughs> is just a full-out forward assault yeah. on a wall. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Their ride-level tactics. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Two <laughs> ships, cannons pointed right at each other. And they clearly like they drove up to the wall, got out of their Humvees, and then started running at it. So such that six people shooting down at them could actually hold them off for a while because yeah what are they going to do like try to repel up it try to fly in what are they doing but see this like <laughs> like how uh how you sound right now is actually everything i wanted uh-huh. and i want it to continue and then but i knew that the second that scene was over it says day 42 or whatever right. and now we have a boring episode of gotham and then and then they instantly cut to jim gordon who is just over a radio just telling you everything you need to yeah. know. It's the most expository radio conversation of all time. He's looking at a map and pointing at it while he talks on this radio. <laughs> and Penguin's here, and he's got the ammunition factory, and this is us. You can see me right there. <laughs> I think I know why the government hasn't given the supplies, because he bores them every day with the same story. <laughs> we get it. Dude. We know, John Gordon. We know. Please talk, stop talking to us and about the, it. But the, the, the person, the voice on the other side of the radio says, a committee is being formed to handle the situation in Gotham classic government bureaucracy yeah oh man the committee to explore the possibility yeah, the of starting committee a committee of saving civilians man thanks a lot liberals are so is the rest of the country so scared of the five bad guys of gotham that yeah. they don't want to save the hundreds of civilians well, there's more now we have the low boys the low boys well, even penguins like the low boys <laughs> yeah. okay so so no man's land and what's your thing you all wear hats if you haven't read uh, the the Batman comics of this era, and you don't haven't watched this episode of Gotham yet. Gotham is all the bridges blew up last season, and there's like eight different territories. Yeah. There's little fiefdoms, which I believe you've said at some point in this show. <laughs> uh, and so Penguin owns some things and makes bullets, but has no food. Uh, the sirens, which are Barbara and have created a literal no man's land, a no man's land where guys can buy time to hang out with them, and they have food unexplainably why they have yeah, food. Yeah, they're just like, these people have food. Don't think about it. Keep going. Uh, and then there's the low boys. Yeah. Uh, the Joker, a.k.a. Jer- Jeremiah, is missing. Uh, and then Barb, or what's his name? Batman. <laughs> Batman is Baby sort of Bats. hanging out with the cops. There's like the, the good the good team that everybody hates. But Did you mention the most important land, even more important than low boys, is Scarecrow land, where they all mm. dress like scarecrows? Yeah. <laughs> they all dress like shittier scarecrows. What I... <laughs> At some point, all this gang scarecrow uh, attacks, infiltrates the civilians, and then Baby Bat starts taking them out one by one with night vision goggles. And one of them's just like Ed in a normal <laughs> voice. He does. He looks like Scarecrow, but he's just like Josh. Guys, where are you guys? Where are you? Uh, Scarecrow and Minion over here. Pretend for to a do a scary voice, asshole. You're in one of those surgical 1800s masks. Oh man, that. I don't know. This must bother you more, Mike, because you're a soldier. Thank you for your service. But uh, the tactics on this show kill me. When you yeah. go to get the helicopter, you have to... They, like, the, don't helicopter fly through is, the fucking city, asshole. Yeah. A, a helicopter is shot down over the city. And so then first the low boys and then Penguin's men go to secure it. First thing you have to do, and I think everybody knows this, is you have to set up a perimeter right. to guard the thing that you're trying to get. 
Nobody does that. But so you're able to walk right in, right behind them, basically. It's day 80. They don't know that yet. I think we'll figure out that <laughs> even they the learned cops, this stuff. Yeah, but the even cops, the cops, they drive right what, into the place. Okay, so yeah, the, the, the big tension in this episode that Ryan says is boring, which is insane, <laughs> is uh, Bruce is like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm a billionaire still? I'm going to get supplies because we're all starving, so maybe the poor families and children that we're trying to protect can eat. And he calls his buddy Chops and gets the helicopter in. Does not tell him to be careful. He just flies through the skyscrapers. Pretty low, too. Like, yeah, just coming super them. low. Uh, well, there was a TIE fighter right on his tail. The <laughs> minute it got shot down, I was like, yes, because all the gangs are just coalescing yeah. around it now. The cops are running out of ammo, but at a certain point, just watch the gangs fight. And everybody's like, we'll deal with you next. Thank Including you. Including Jim Gordon <laughs> deciding not to shoot the scarecrow or even just like kind of wing him, but instead fight him with like a pipe oh, to yeah. save one bullet. And then the scarecrow runs, and Harvey Bullock shoots at him like 17 times, and then goes, They got the beans! <laughs> the greatest line in the show by the far. Beans. They got the beans! <laughs> I hope that becomes his catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what happens, he's just screaming that. Harvey, they got the beans, Bullock is at it again. <laughs> but like, I think that they wanted to show how crazy the situation is. Uh, when the helicopter flew in, we all knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And when the Low Boys and Penguins gang both said, well, what, well, we don't know. There's just some kid with a bazooka on a roof, yeah. probably, who was like, no man's land. He's just one of the it. civilians. I'm a new bad guy called Bazooka Joe. My <laughs> thing is I got a bazooka. I'm pretty effective, actually. And love those comics. Bubblegum. <laughs> we know that it was the Bazooka Joe. How come? Because the murder weapon. Was a bazooka. <laughs> so the civilians are anybody who's not in a gang, and there's people who are very angry saying the cops are still fat, even though everybody's eating rations. Bullock is going to be fat for yeah, a while. That's who you he is. He's the Harley of this lost island. <laughs> but some of the, a lot of the civilians look like old gangs that we've seen in the past Gotham, and they're covered in piercings and still hawk their hair. I find it hard to not get my piercings infected in modern, clean America. Uh-huh. <laughs> How do these gross fucks keep all their weird chained piercings clean? Well, I think it's... If you have enough of them, it's like Mr. Burns' diseases. Like, all the infections keep each other in check. <laughs> they clearly tried to do a Cersei Lannister thing with Barbara here. Uh-huh. I submit this was a failure and that it's embarrassing to watch this actress's performance. She's always struggled in my mind. She's been Gotham is just constantly ups and downs in, ter- in terms of how characters do, and I've always felt like she was weak. But now they have her basically, like, just screaming nonstop. Uh-huh. And I hated it. Did you guys, did that bother you as much as it bothered me? Yeah, I mean, I'm on, I'm just a sucker for everything Barbara does. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was fine. Like, I want her to do more crazy shit, but I don't think she was a net negative. Because I wonder if they're setting her up to be the big bad of this season, because she's she seems to be going so super crazy. So crazy. But there's another thing that they might be doing. We lost Tabitha mm-hmm. in we this did. episode. R.I.P. Um, and I wonder if there's going to be a big one every episode. There's only 11 left at this point. And so whoever, you know, shines or whoever, like like the dramatics uh-huh. flare up in the act three of the previous episode yeah. is going to get got in the next one. And look, if they're trying to stick to some Batman canon, which it seems like they are, which has always been a weakness of this show, is Barbara can go away because she needs to redeem herself enough that it's not weird when Jim names his daughter after her. <laughs> so she's going to die, but like Penguin can't die, Riddler can't die, because the show's not that brave. It's brave enough to get fucking weird, but not so weird that it just starts slaughtering people. And they probably can't do the move anymore that they did with the Joker, where you think one guy is the Joker mm-hmm. and then he dies, right? Like you couldn't kill the Penguin and then have somebody else assume the mantle. 
It's been, right, like that trick has been done he, now. And Unless he, it was a real penguin. That would be fucking oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. my God. Don't say stuff like a that if you're not going to get it, Ryan. Or Danny DeVito oh. puts on the makeup again. You guys are <laughs> from Twins. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Uh, at one point, uh, Harvey Bullock says, um, this is Gotham. You either win or you die. Uh-huh. Uh, isn't that the quote from Game of Thrones? Yeah. This yes, is Game of Thrones? So they, they, well, we now know what year Gotham takes place in because <laughs> it's first season of Game of Thrones. They're all just watching it and quoting it. Look, we barely have power, but we're all Sunday nights. We're all around those TVs. There's an hour a week that you know you're not going to get shot. Before we uh, are done talking about this show, are you guys excited about this season? I was excited. I watched it, and now I feel less excited. How about you I'm guys? definitely less excited. No. Yeah, okay. I, you like this episode? I, I, yeah. Have I, you just not watched Gotham in a long time? Yes. Because this is a step down from uh, season four. I don't like emo Riddler. I don't want him to try to start singing fucking Panic of the Disco songs. I can't wait till he we gets need sharp. sexy Riddler back. Yeah, he looks weird. I like that good Riddler is fucking with bad Riddler and making him wake up in dumpsters. Yeah, That's a good time. Uh-huh. That was pretty good though. When he wakes up and like he's already pissed at evil Riddler, and good Riddler wakes what? up, he's like a fucking dumpster. God <laughs> damn it! That's there's all these warring factions and people are fighting for food and bullets and territory. But Ed is just going, what the fuck is wrong with yeah. him? He is, that the B-plot was delightful. Here's how we can save this. Get to day 395 as soon as fucking possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want this whole season to get to that wall and then have the ten minute, last 10 minutes of the season. I'm, oh, my God. guess is mid-season. That's halfway through we get to that, and then it's after that. How many before that wall is there? How many build that wall comments are there going to be? From us? A lot. <laughs> I'm so I am guessing, based on how things are going, that what's going to happen is someone is going to go over that wall and then be killed and then brought back to life, and then that person's going to knock down the wall, and everyone's going <laughs> to yeah. get in. I am guessing. I have picked up on some subtle clues that the showrunners of this <laughs> show... Like, wait, you guys heard of Game of Thrones? Let's just do that. You guys like Game of Thrones? We got one right here. It's called Here's Gotham. Some, there's siblings now. They're fucking. Well, we always said that Gotham sucked when it first started because it wanted to be an HBO show. Just be an HBO. Just, like, try. just pick a specific one and do it. I will say, if you didn't like this, uh, we've shat on Selena the whole run of this show, but I do think her paralyzed and angry is the best I've seen her. Oh, God. Her very dry, not her trying to kill herself, but one of the best lines, the best line she's ever said is right, she like wakes no. up and the doctor's talking to Bruce. She just says, well, still never been to walk again. So that's a bummer. And her just dry, that's a bummer, made me laugh so well, hard. The best what line is the best line, said? Ryan? Let's go to Ryan live on the floor. What's the best line? She, uh, I don't even, it's, it's nice. You'll like it? You'll, you'll like this it. This is in that no, family for sure. You'll like it. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> but no, she is absolutely the worst part. When she says, Well, that's a bummer. Uh, I guess, you know, me being friends with you was the thing that really killed me. Like, she's the worst part. Yeah, I, she sucks. But this line was delightful and the greatest. I agree with Ryan and disagree with Mike. Both I, I have felt like her performance has been like an FU to the show. Like, they, they can't replace her, but she doesn't like doing it and she doesn't like the lines. There were some episodes last season that were like this. And this one was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go in there and just be like, I'm, I'm paralyzed, whatever. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Give her that Poison Ivy shit. Yeah. yeah. Turn her into a different actress. It's a soap opera. Do soap opera shit if you want to. It's a soap opera, and it's on Thursdays on Fox. Check it out. I am less excited, but I'm still excited. Uh, when we come back, we are going to do a little something that Taylor likes to do called the Greg Pen. Because she's dead. This is a part of the show where we just like to let Taylor sort of unfettered do whatever he wants, and usually it's a, a pretty funny result. Taylor always makes us put our hair down. Do you guys think that 
Should we try wearing our hair Why up? Why don't we all put our hair up? up. Bride of Frankenstein said, let's more fetters, I say. I brought these pins. We can all just pin our hair up. I personally, I feel a lot more comfortable. Like, it's my neck is cooler. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I want it off it's my neck. neck. What is it that he wants us to have, like, warm, gooey necks the whole time yeah, we're doing ew. it? I don't like that one bit. Well, so... What Taylor wanted to do is for me to do whatever I want to do, and that's always the hardest thing for me to come up with. And I thought about something I've been devoting a lot of my time to, and I want to do a little segment called, Hey guys, what's going on in the Us trailer? Where, (laughs) based only on the Us trailer, we try to figure out what happens in the movie Us. Okay, so did Greg tweet this, or did Pop Filter tweet this? Pop Filter, on behalf of... One and the same. Pop Filter, on behalf of me, tweeted... (laughs) Tweeted. (laughs) Tweeted... that I I have watched the trailer a lot. Ryan texted me to say that I shouldn't watch the trailer, <laughs> so I watched it probably fifty times. I can't stop watching it. It's my new hereditary, but there's no Wikipedia for it yet. So all I have is the trailer. Plus, you love I got five on it. I am a big fan of I got five. Even when you slow it way down, it's like I got five on it. And then it. even the orchestra hits are, like, are just <laughs> 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 and everyone is kind of moving to that sharp. Okay, so. We are going to put our heads together, and we are going to make a mini-movie where we figure out what happens in, in the movie Us, based only on the trailer. I know what happens. Okay, what happens? The kid who is the one person in the car who doesn't know how to dance to I Got Five on it. Okay. They're on the beach. They're having a good time. Yeah. It's vodka o'clock, as the white people in the trailer say. He finds a shrunken head that he's not supposed to touch. It's just a horrific take on that one episode of the uh, Brady Bunch, <laughs> or he that one up. that one final episode of Beetlejuice with that guy with the shrunken head. Yeah, or that one episode of Punky Brewster where they like have a it's like a dream, but she's in a cave and people keep getting stuck in the walls, and it's like this weird fever dream. Look up that episode, yeah, or that Brewster, one epi- Red Play-Doh, and then that got weird. <laughs> I don't like the red play-doh. It's green for me. I that Tastes one better. episode of Punky Brewster where the kid gets stuck in the fridge. Have we talked about this yeah. episode? Is that I, where fridging came from? I think I think we have talked about it before. Okay, so my first question is is this something supernatural or is it something weird twisted sciencey? Because uh, Get Out was weird twisted sciencey. There was nothing supernatural. What do you think it is? See, I'm I'm nervous right now. When I read that tweet, I was gonna text you and I didn't text you. Because I was nervous. I don't like spoilers. You haven't seen the movie. I texted my own spoiler. <laughs> but I, fi- I, I really genuinely believe that you have figured this out, and now you're going to ruin the movie for me. No, I, I should, I should as right off the bat, I should say, I think I'm wrong, <laughs> because I don't think there's enough information for me to be right. I think I could be partially right about what's going on. My prediction, on, based on Hereditary, I was partially right. I thought the <laughs> grandma was pr- possessing the girl. Be- <laughs> because That doesn't work with headphones on. Because that... And that sort of is what that preview leads you to believe. So I think I have figured out what they're leading me to believe is going on in this preview. But it's a lot like my crazy theories about Riverdale. It's not that I think they're true. It's that I think it's so fun. <laughs> it's this weird act of creativity where you, your brain just on its own makes up an idea about maybe what's happening. Your brain's just like, hey, what if you didn't sleep tonight? So think about can, this. So but It's better than our typical shame spirals. Can I, <laughs> can I tell you what mine is? I don't think it's going to be a spoiler because I have no evidence for this. I still okay, yes, but I still am freaking out. I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> I think that what's causing the two groups of people is not supernatural. I think it's scientific. I think it's cloning. But I think the family that is the bad family in this, the family that comes to kill them all, that that's the real family, so to speak. Like they were born Whoa. and they grew up. And that the family we first see are clones, but they're convinced that they're the real 
people. But why do they talk and act like that then? Why do why does who talk and act like what? The, the, there's like a normal family, and then there's a clearly horror movie they're family. Tr- oh yeah, okay. This is the second part. <laughs> they are twisted because they are the victors of multiple battles. Yeah. Where it's like four at least. This is the fifth. Like Rick, I got five on it. Like Rick and Morty style. Like they have in a multiverse type of way killed their doppelgangers multiple times and so that necessarily they're twisted because they've done it so much and the little boy is like burnt because he sustains that injury Mm -hmm. at some point so i think at some point you're going to learn that the people that drive into the town that are talking about i got five on it are the clones and they're like the freshies and then the people that they're fighting are like the real original versions of the people who are all twisted and messed up okay but do we have to assume or is it better that we do not assume that there is some sort of uh, racial commentary on the twist. He specifically said, this is not a movie about race. I don't think you put Elizabeth Moss in the role, and then Tim Heidecker as her husband. They're both so creepy, the little bit you see of them. I think that that is a red herring, to borrow your nickname, Ryan. <laughs> I think that it is about race, and I think what the, the thing that's going to say about race is that the white people are the people who are making this happen. They keep like cloning these people and bringing them in. They just love vodka clock they until love- they find a family that wants to enjoy vodka clock with them. The and clone. they set off the black people family against itself and that what they have to learn how to do is not play that game anymore not to constantly be set off against themselves but to identify and by working together face the real enemy which happens to be these white people as long as it's some white people are the enemy i I do think because jordan peele is very smart and very creative i I, i'm gonna lean supernatural because I don't think he would want to be pigeonholed. I think he would very calculated be like, well, no, I have to do something that's totally different than Get Out. Yeah, I could totally see that. And there's one thing I cannot figure out, but is like fairly big in the movie, obviously, which is these golden scissors. I have no idea what those are, and they don't seem like they're anything specifically science-y. That seems like a supernatural element or something, because it's weird. You just You wouldn't make scissors out of gold. You know, <laughs> that's like a, that would be like a really bad idea. Because it's, when you have gold, you want to run. Yeah, you yeah. cannot run. Not you want to run to tell everybody you have it. So, uh, just gonna Charlie bucket your way with those scissors. <laughs> but I, I would say that the movie is way more. It's got to be way more complicated than my theory yeah, about based it, based on the teaser trailer. But my wife and I have gotten like deep into the discussions about what this movie is. Start writing your version. You and your wife just do a collab. <laughs> write your version of the movie. Yeah, I mean that's how that's. Fifty Shades, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do your fanfic of just us. some fan fiction. But I think I bet that it is in one way or another some version of that. Well, that has been our very <laughs> inaugural episode of Hey, what's this movie like based hey, on the trailer? What if Greg got to yell at Mike and Ryan for ten minutes. We're gonna do this regularly. We're gonna call yeah, any, us, us weekly. Anytime. <clears throat> anytime Taylor's not around, I'm going to have a segment where I monologue at you guys. <laughs> All right. And oh, Taylor's the one in control of stopping that? That's crazy. <laughs> when we come back, we'll get to that pull list. Welcome to the pull list. Let's get to those shows. Our first one is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. On the ninth episode of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Roz has a dream that Tommy was eaten by dogs. But Sabrina assures her that Tommy is fine. (laughs) Harvey tells Sabrina that Tommy won't speak or eat, but is great at catching balls thrown at his head. But Sabrina assures him that Tommy is probably in shock and is fine. 
But after Sabrina travels to Purgatory and watches Tommy's soul get eaten by soul eaters, Sabrina decides to tell Harvey things are not fine <laughs> and that she's a witch and that she needs to kill his brother. Harvey tells Sabrina that he'll do it, and also they are officially over. <laughs> Taste buds, I ask you this. Is getting the fuck away from Sabrina the first smart thing Harvey has ever done, or does this continue his trend of stupid babyitis? No, first smart thing he has done, for sure. It's not that you're a witch. It's that you lied, brought my brother back, which you shouldn't have, and now it's worse than if he had just died. But <laughs> That's I do be- the issue. I do believe the title of the show, and I agree with you with Harvey, but the title of the show is not Sabrina the Veteran Witch Who Always Makes the Right Decision. No. Are you mad at Sabrina? I think I'm not as mad as Harvey or Zelda are, but it was dumb. But it's she's 16. And I'm this sorry, is... I'm trying to remember. Zelda is the boy. <laughs> Zelda's sure. What? Zelda's the boy. Continue. Uh, and, and but yeah, she's gonna fuck up. We all fucked up when we were 16 in our own little ways when we thought we knew better than everybody else. But she fucked up enough that Hilda got mad. Hilda, the sweet aunt who never gets mad about nothing, got mad at her. Just slapped her around. But yes, I agree with Harvey. Team Harvey. Yeah, and plus it probably gets Harvey out of the show, which I, I would I'm always down with. Oh, you as I thought like he wanted out. No, he wants to be here forever. Probably, yeah. I don't know where that guy is going to Yeah, act. There's no <laughs> next stop for Harvey. But I we're, I think we're at the point that where everyone is looking at I mean, is this the episode where Ambrose just screams at her? Like what the fuck? Everyone's like, Sabrina, yeah. get your shit together. Ambrose was the weirdest because he's helped her fuck off so many times and she's helped him fuck off because they're just like little fuck off friends. And he was like, Aunt Z's right, I'm not helping you either. <laughs> like and I was is like, it, wait, why is he mad? You alluded to this a couple times. Is it that they reincarnated the brother with this like soul of a dog? Just no soul. No soul. Like, oh, it, no soul. It's no soul. <laughs> I specifically asked for no soul. It's Pet Cemetery, and I will give give the show credit for not mentioning Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Every show feels like they have to mention the thing they're ripping off. Uh, but yeah, there's he just comes back, and he is a very violent zombie. Okay. Do you guys have a moment of this awesome week for this show? Uh, at the so Roz has been having his visions, and to the point where Sabrina's like, "Have these visions more on purpose," and is like guiding you through it without <laughs> revealing herself. And at the end, Roz and Susie are having a powwow, and Roz is telling Susie, she's like, I think Sabrina might be a witch. And before she can finish, Susie interrupts her, because Susie's been talking to her dead ghost aunt, and she goes, I think all the Spellmans are. But it's like, you think your secret's big? I got a bigger secret. And just, it made me laugh so hard. What do you think about the fact that most of Roz's visions have to do with her one day producing a radio show in Seattle? Like, is this, if Cheers is a prequel to Frasier, could Sabrina also oh, be yeah, a prequel? Oh, yeah. Why, why isn't this on the Rushmore of babies? There's, this is Frasier babies. That would explain all the tossed salad and scrambled egg right. imagery of everywhere. this show. Every yeah. morning, that's what they eat. Ryan, do you have a moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week is when Tommy shows off his full zombiness on the TV is, and sometimes this is done okay, sometimes not. I'm going to go with Winky over Stinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the greatest zombie movie of all time. It's, uh, it's called I Walked with a Zombie, and it's more voodoo. Uh-huh. Style zombie than uh, like OG zombie, yeah. As opposed to Romero zombie, right? It's uh, pre Romero, and it is. If you've never seen a Jacques Tourneur movie, please check it out. I couldn't tell you whether I have or have not. (laughs) Well, Sabrina, or excuse me, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is on Netflix, and you could watch all of it, but you're not going to because you're going to watch it with us because that's what you like doing. Because it's a good show. It's nice. You like it. The next episode or the next show is The Gifted. This week, The Gifted is back, and that means one thing a heist. Yes, that's right. One of the writers of this show legit looked around at the others and said, Let's just do another fucking heist. <laughs> this time, the target is Johnny T Bird, who got himself all captured and is being tortured with loud heavy metal that gives his super hearing owies. 
The Rico for this heist is that Lorna and Andy join in, even though they are inner circle for life at this point. The gang gets Johnny T back, but not before Andy twists a wounded purifier's legs in the style of one of Dr. Wetzel's famous pretzels. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. You all rightly skip this show every single week. Do you think I am just pretending that they have a heist every single episode? Or do you... (gasps) Oh, my God. Do you think it's real that they seriously... Almost every single episode is we have to go get either a thing or a person what? out of a complex. What, what a weird a prank that you're playing a on. A great us. complex show. And Greg's <laughs> like, they heisted again, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's a character drama. That is more believable than them heisting every week. I couldn't believe they were going to do it. Do they, they use the H word or do they call it different stuff? They like, trick you into thinking they're doing different they things. They call it different things, but eventually. Basically, the. the <laughs> grab a dab a do i love heisted with you uh but basically every single week they have to break into a complex and either grab something or someone like titans had one episode where they did this yeah, a lot of these one. shows will have one episode that's a heist is every single week for this um but the my moment of the week is you know blinks on the show the portal lady and someone goes to shoot her, and she opens up a portal, and uh, then another one, and the guy just shoots himself. <laughs> That's awesome. And that was just watching a hick shoot himself, and he was like, hi, hey, no! worry, <laughs> was totally worth it. So The Gifted is on Monday nights on Fox. All right, the next show is Daredevil. Things are tense in the 11th episode of Daredevil, as Dex and Nadim use the FBI and NYPD to cordon off the church to find Karen and Matt. Maggie sees through Dex's bullshit immediately and does everything she can to get in his way and eventually Nadim tells Detective Mahoney that the FBI are crooked. Meanwhile, Kingpin finally stops trying to get a stupid drywall painting when confronted with somebody who's actually been through some shit. Taste buds, I ask you this. Does Maggie seeing through deck show his character unraveling, divine intervention on her behalf, or lazy writing on the show's part? What it honestly reminded me of, and by the way, it's so strange, that either the show or you, something, uh, would use the term Detective Mahoney, the main character from Police Academy, like, as if he finally got his shit what? together. <laughs> I would love to see a show or a movie where that guy made Detective, <laughs> detective Mahoney. Is Steve Gutenberg available? Like, could he be in Daredevil, though? We no, don't I don't think he's got no. that kind of time. Yeah, probably not. He could do one episode where he's fun. I actually love this scene because, one, I like when Daredevil moves forward, mm-hmm. go and do stuff. And I also, it made me think of Aunt May. Where uh, when we were talking about uh, Spider-Man 2 on Movie of the Year recently, how Aunt May just doesn't necessarily say that she knows that Peter is Uh Spider-Man, but just says all of the right shit because I'm smart and you're dumb and you need to listen to this. And Unless she senses she's going to die. Then she does say, I know (laughs) you're Spider-Man. She'll say if she's going to die in one second, she'll get that sentence out. But for... Maggie to like see the situation and just know mm-hmm. all the buttons to hit. It actually really worked for me and was totally my moment of the week. Not that I'm done talking about the show, <sighs> but it was my moment of the week. Uh, refrain from introducing your moment of the week on your own. I wait, apologize. Wait until I do it, Mike. How do you, how do you think this episode worked as the thriller? Are you saying, Mike, it's your turn to talk or Mike moment of the week? No, I'm saying it's your turn to talk. Oh, good. Thank I God. just wanted to get in there and just say, like, if I, okay. I have one thing I'm allowed Woo! to do on this show, please... With with Maggie knowing what's going on, Karen and Matt trying to escape everybody, Dex trying to pretend to be real FBI and putting the pressure on Nadim and Nadim having a like a crisis of conflict while supposedly being in charge. Everybody, it this were it was I guess it was a bottle episode. It all took place in the church. This had a tension and a movement, even though physically it didn't move. That a lot of this show has not had at all. Completely disagree. Really? Yes, I can't believe. I don't. Maybe you haven't watched. TV in a long time because you've been traveling middle America mm-hmm. where they do not have TV yet. 
It's but, all Bob Barker's version of The Price is Right uh, out there. The city's Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Is that middle America? Continue. <laughs> about that or disregarding <laughs> that? About anything you want. You can just, just Wait, so get you're quiet with boring I, episode? Yeah. I, I, like, I really liked the last episode. But you weren't on, but it was the Karen episode that had the big church fight. At the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. And I like I forgot about this thing that Netflix does of give us the goods, know that people are just streaming it, and then slow down, completely deflate all of the te- like all of the momentum. I, I I just thought of it as different momentum. And if you look at this episode as Maggie and Nadim's story more than anybody else, it really worked for me. But if you're coming off of that fight, then yeah. And looking at what Karen and Matt are going through, Karen and Matt went through nothing in this episode. Except that she's like, I killed my brother. There's no atoning. He's like, but what if killing is my atonement? That was an awesome. He was like, it didn't work for you, but maybe it could work for me. I do love that yin and yang of uh, Matt and Karen because, you know, like you're always sad until you see somebody sadder. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll just not be sad. Uh Matt is just always so fucking mopey. And then Karen comes out with that. And Matt's like, you know what? I'll just get over this. Like, I'm being a baby. Do you think Matt got off too easy with his friends? Yeah, I think Foggy gave him. Foggy isn't like, yay, Matt. Now I do like that. I thought they Arms would be quicker. Still. Yeah, he's like, I'll help you because you're more right than Fisk. But fuck you forever, still. That's. I mean, that's that's a low bar. More right than Fisk right. is a backhanded compliment. And I do. Fo- Foggy is not my favorite, but wow, way different than what Foggy used to be. His interactions with his brother were so funny because his it, Foggy's butcher, his family's butcher shop is like. Fit, you guys talked about this last week. Fisk like. Eight years ago, figured out uh-huh. one day Foggy might turn against him. Uh, and his brother's like, this is your fault. And Foggy went, you signed it knowing it was fraud. His brother's like, ah! and he's like, no, you are wrong. And I was like, yeah, Foggy. <laughs> There's no protecting that shit. Ryan, do you have a moment of the week? Yeah, mine was, and I'm glad you asked me, Greg, and I will tell you now. Uh, it's Sister Maggie just watching her own, in this case, Nadine. But I think that she could do this to all the characters. It's it's not Fisk saying, "Can I have your jacket?" Putting the jacket on the guy's head and beating him to death with it. You're no. never gonna be able to wear oh, my. That's jacket. pretty good. <laughs> uh, that is not. Is my that idea. yours? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wanted to say it. Uh, it's so at the end of the episode, Nadim has gotten to his house. He's afraid Dex is already there to kill his family. Going from Nadim to Radim, <laughs> and he's pulling out his gun, going, "We're going to Disney World," which is hilarious <laughs> in itself. And then bad guys do come in to try to shoot him, and then Matt is also there and takes them out, and Deem has a gun on Matt then, and Matt very dryly, in a, in a humor I c- could use more from Daredevil, goes, obviously I'm here to help you. <laughs> <laughs> was the best fucking response. Have you noticed over like the last three episodes, Matt doing this thing where he brings his strong leg up to not kick you, and then has the weaker leg come up and kick? He keeps missing with the first one, so as to hit you with the second, it's weird. It looks know. cooler. But then he's just standing there, and you're like, what's he standing on now? <laughs> Both those legs are in the air. All right. Daredevil is on Netflix. It's getting near the end of it, guys, so grab it while you can. Our next and last and final show is The Runaway. No, it's just Runaways. It's Runaways. Sorry. Or Run Marvel's away, Runaways. Run Marvel's Run Runaways. On the second episode of the second season of Runaways, Nico, Carolina, and Molly try to break into Nico's house to steal the mystical magical stick of magic and end up fighting Nico's mom. Meanwhile, Gert and Chase get their headquarters to have power while going to their quarters to give each other power head. <laughs> and Alex is still at Darius's house trying to fuck Darius's daughter under Darius's roof. Taste buds, I ask you this. Which romantic plot line is Runaways doing the best right now? Gert, you know, Gert, and, and, Gert and Chase. Yeah, Gert and Chase for sure. Every time they're dumb, it's built into them being 15-year-old character dumb it's not the show is dumb uh they've been around each other enough that i get it 
I, I like all of it. Part of it is also by, I would say, they win by default because I don't feel like Nico and Carolina, like, they just decided to introduce some tension there. I think it's going to be because maybe the staff has, like, corrupting powers. So, okay, we're going to have to watch these two be torn apart by that. It's not interesting for me. They didn't, like, develop it enough. It's just It just presented itself. Now they don't like each other. And then the other one would be... Alex and the Darius's niece. niece. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, it's a niece. Yeah. And so that's, uh, it's easier to fuck a niece. Yeah. Than a it's daughter, a lot right? easier. Well, you're, Darius is joking about it. If it was his daughter, he wouldn't be. It's his yeah. niece. So it's like, you're here to fuck her. And Alex is like, nah, wink. That and, wouldn't happen if it was his daughter. It's not clear to me how much she's involved in this plan to like sort of like sucker Alex into being around so they can like trade him to back to his, his parents. So because of that, I, I don't like that. But I really like the Chase and Gert stuff. Like he's very caring towards her. They don't make a they haven't, since they've gotten together, made a big deal of like, yeah, but he's conventionally handsome and she's only mostly beautiful. Like <laughs> She kind of has a weak chin from certain angles, but she's actually loved by somebody. Can you believe it? I mean, it's a TV character that wears glasses, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next you're going to put her in a ponytail. And then looks basically beautiful all the time. And then if you look at like her, her headshots, it's just a very hot woman that they put in like a weird wig and big glasses. Carolina and Nico get most of the action, mm-hmm. so we don't get a lot of like teenage flirting and stuff right. like that. But they do have the scene where they decide to move into the same room together. And okay, I gotta yeah. say, new teenage relationships, no. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Have separate rooms for as long as possible. Well, And that's a very teenage move. One, it's weird when they show them all sleeping in the underground mansion. They're all in a pile of each other. I'm like, mm. wouldn't you pick rooms instantly to get away from these smelly fucks? <laughs> Yeah, but it does kind of seem like a real teenage thing to do. They had one fight, and so they're like, let's triple down on our relationship. Like, our reaction to Move just... Move in, and we say we love each other. Yeah, right Ooh. away. And it's the, probably next week it's going to have the same sort of thing, where they have an even bigger blowout, and then have, like, then get married. But, like, part adopt of... Adopt a kid. Part of me finally moving in with another person was, like, not... Uh, like, getting over all the weird shit I do when I'm on my own. But, like, I still want to do it. I just realized that adults can't. When you're a teenager, you should be doing all that right. weird shit. And now there's somebody watching you. Well, yeah. and that, that's why I think Nico and Carolina, not to say they don't like each other, but it is a desperate, angsty like, where I do think Gert and Chase have a real affection where they, they bicker, but it's a more adult bicker and they solve it right. And at the end of the night, she's not like, oh, I got to be with Chase. She's like, well, I'm going to go check on my sister. Also, I Gert, don't care what we just went through. Of the three couples that we have, Gert and Chase are the best are actually only foils you know that uh-huh. like we're really learning a lot by watching them whereas yeah. the other four i don't think that nico and carolina carolina have hit that like we're we really believe that they're a great couple right yet, you know mm-hmm. um the dinosaur stuff i feel like they're using that dinosaur <laughs> a lot more way more yeah uh, including like scaring off those workers <laughs> uh and i Felt like they did a really good job. Like, well, they're like, it's expensive to show the dinosaur, but maybe if you just sort of hear the dinosaur, mm. but still, you got that dino and you're putting that dino right and in the Gert's show. And learning how to use it better. Yeah. Which was cool. That, there's a lot of fine control to that because she's like, she, to scare off some workers who have come into the house and might report them, she's having the dinosaur old lace mm-hmm. uh, like growl and then she has it like walk, you know, so they can hear it walking and everything. Uh, rather than just like, hey, come save me from these guys. Actually, and, use it skillfully. And Old Lace has that perfect like Scooby Doo thing where can not really talk, 
but understands English perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, whatever you tell that dinosaur to do, it just knows. Am I dumb because the only move this show can possibly make is pull this team apart and have them at each other's throats because that's drama and that's what's interesting? But I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> All just love each other and be nice to each other. Yeah, I think that the interesting is who's going to hate who and why. If yeah. they're the same loops, that sucks, but it makes sense that they're angry at Alex. He's being a weirdo. He was like, I have a job. Why are you asking me about my job? And like, motherfucker, you can't. I don't know where just said you had a job. Also, motherfucker doesn't have a job because he shows back up at Darius's and Darius is like, why are you here? But they're missing that Carolina is basically talking to right. their enemy well, every yeah. single time. That's a pretty good rope-a-dope, though, to yeah. make it think that Alex is the bad guy. I well, like to watch her face during the scenes where they're like really getting on Alex because uh-huh, she like, just looks more and more crestfallen <laughs> until she's basically whistling. completely hunched over. A, a smart thing you can do in an adaptation, because in the comics, one of them betrays the group, and it seems like what they're doing is half, oh, damn. half of them are betraying the group in real ways, not in comic book ways. So you think that we're probably not going to get that big? I don't think so. I think they're all getting they're all betraying the group in very teenage, a little selfish ways, not in giant, I'm also evil, ha 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 ways. And that's more interesting. But going back to what you said, Greg, about uh, drama's great, but... Um, I think that every season, about halfway through, we need a softball game or mm-hmm. like a mall episode from OC season two of just like actually all for whatever reason, all the drama sort of went away. Yeah. And that makes the drama that comes after that much worse. Right. But also such a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. And it definitely it has that OC energy still. It still managed to maintain that. Um, a lot of Carolina turning into her Lisa Frank persona. Man, I think that effect looks really good. The dinosaur, like, they get a passing grade for. They they made it look like you know where the dinosaur is supposed to be. And it doesn't look perfect, but it doesn't look so bad. But her, like, Star-Lord form, I thought, like, continues to look really impressive and cool looking. Mm. I think they figured out to add the bubble effect on top of the colors. Uh-huh. Because just the colors, no movement, looks dumb. So flat and But weird. you add another thing, and it adds dimension and movement in a cool way. And I don't know about any of this, but based on what I sort of think, so I'll say it now, is that these things are really hard to figure out, but once you do, it's super, super easy. Uh-huh. It's almost like you can, not to take anything away from the effects people, but you can sort of copy and paste so much yeah. of it. So <laughs> it's possible that they thought they had it figured out in season right. one, saw what it looked like, and then really, really figured, figured it out in season out. two. Very cool. Well, let's move on to the moments of the week, Ryan. What is yours? My moment of the week is where, uh, after the battle, where Nico's mom almost just drowns Molly. Yeah. Almost murders Shows a she's much better than these kid fighters. Uh, re- like, she comes up with a different plan and says, you know what? If you want this magic stick, I guess just take it. And Nico goes, yoink, and runs the fuck away. <laughs> and she looks at her husband she's like, I never thought she was going to do that. I'm going to be straight with you. The girl who hated me before she knew I was a supervillain just left? That's <laughs> nuts. The one cool thing about all of the parents, I think they all have this quality, is that they want to look always like the smartest and the most uh-huh. villainous, even in front of their spouses. Right. And in that moment, Nico's mom, who has been one of the, the most hardcore, villain, yeah. yeah, was like, oh, I really oh. thought that would work. <laughs> well, it's this martha better than Justice League or Dawn of Justice did because she yelled, Nico yelled a name to make her mom stop killing another kid. She's like, this is why Amy died, because yeah. you're a monster. And that, I think, is what the Justice League was going for. Hit that emotion. This worked. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Throw that dead sister in your mom's face. Was that your moment of the week by any chance? No. Uh, it was Chase and Gert, and he has been the big tool of the show. 
But after she's talking, they're they're having their normal fights, and she's off her meds, and the, and him being very sweet, and she's like, and we, I can't have sex because vulnerability is hard right now. And his, who's thinking about sex? I got a house to power up. What, <laughs> like, it hit me in the fucking feels. I was like, oh, you little teen baby. Yeah, I just wrote, uh, Chase is a good boy, and I like him. <laughs> that he- made me so happy. Uh, mine was um, when Old Lace is, like, eating cockroaches or rats mm-hmm. in the house. And for some reason, Gert really doesn't like it. And then she decides, who am I to judge the dietary habits of a homeless dinosaur? <laughs> That's the kind of line you get out of this show. And then it's up to you to decide. Do you love that, or do you think yeah. that's terrible? Yeah, definitely. I think that's a line drawn in the sand. Like, are you are you with us, or are you against this line? Uh, Runaways is on Hulu, if you can believe it. And this season, they've put it all up there. But don't watch it that way. Watch it one at a time with us, and it'll be like you have friends who also watch this show. And it's and it, we're those friends. It's in the MCU, but it's also in the Hulu shared universe. So <laughs> the Handmaids are going to pop Handmaid's up at some tale, point. The Patriot. All right. Well, that is our show, guys. Next week, we are going to be talking about the Sabrina season finale. Did she just have her time in the sun? Yeah. uh, We've watched the episode that comes right after this episode. Oh, fun. (laughs) Uh, Because that's when the holiday episode was. But thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to check us out on the interwebs, go to yourpopfilter.com. That's our central hub. That's where you're going to get all the good stuff that we do while you're there if you go slash amazon it's just like normal amazon but we get a little bit of money for it and it makes us happy when you do it check out our dope videos on the youtube it's a tube just for us and we deliver it just to you uh we are your pop filter so if you go there and search for us you will find our funny clips social media we've got at your pop filter dot no wait just at your pop filter on twitter Go there and tweet us, and we will retweet you, and we'll say this person is fun, and we like them. Uh, and show it to our moms. Yeah. I told you, mom. Told you, mom. A lot of people like my podcast. I told you, mom. Mike's mom likes our stuff. <laughs> like, told, my mom knows Twitter. I told you, Mike's mom. Are you proud of me now? One of your moms will say that she's proud <laughs> of me before we're done with this show. Uh, or you can email us. Contact at yourpopfilter.com or you can call 1-562-DR-DJ-POP. He's our DJ robot associate and he will take your message and deliver it to our ears and we are so happy when he does that. Our other podcasts are, Mike, your podcast is Writer's Block. Yes, it's coming back soon. Coming back oh, soon. Really? Get ready for saying. it. Uh, it's rude, Ryan. Ryan, you're on one called The OCD. I am. Uh, I'm on one called Movie of the Year. It's with you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean... We are contestants. There, there, there may be many contestants. Yeah, yeah. it's a game show. There's, so. there's a, a none. Our, none of us are on a show called Taylor Talking Taylor. None. Yeah, nobody on this show is on a show called Taylor Talking Taylor. So if you hated this show, probably what you need is Taylor Talking Taylor. You guys have never done an episode. I've done no. one. Oh yeah, I thought. Does that piss you off? Or? I have never been on it. No, because I think he records uh, where he lives, which is far away from where I live. So I, I and I did like pester him for months. Go, when am I going to be on? When am I going to be on? When am I going to be on? I don't have time for all that. I'm on a lot of podcasts every yeah, week. You probably guys. enough. <laughs> In this next like three week period, I'm on so many. Well, that is the show for tonight. Check out next week, Sabrina season finale for Greg. I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Greg. For Mike, I'm Greg. For Taylor, I'm Greg. 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 Great, 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 great. Is that good?